But before we get started, we always like to invite Holy Spirit in. We invite him in before we hit record. Yeah. But we want to take the time and go ahead and say a prayer so all the listeners out there can get their hearts and minds in the right place. Amen. So take a second and bow your head. So, Father God, we want to thank you again for Ashley and I getting together to record another series. We want to thank you for continuously pushing us outside of our comfort zone and always being there exactly when we need you, when we are at our weakest and we just feel like we can't go on anymore. We pray that during this episode, someone is freed from their insecurities, someone stops comparison, and that we all can just enter into the fulfillment of contentment, that contentment that you want us all to have. We pray, Lord, that as we speak, that we are as open as you want us to be, and we just let you in, and your words come out of our mouth, just more of you and none of us. And we just pray that someone is healed, and we pray that even we're healed as we are doing this episode. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Alright, so, doing the first part, as Shay mentioned, we're going to discuss comparison kills. Now, we've all heard before, you know, comparison kills. What? Let's go a little deeper. Like, what is comparison kill? What exactly? And honestly, it can kill a lot of things in your life. It can really kill you from the inside out. Yeah, slowly. Slowly. Yeah. And it makes me think of the the scripture I have written down, which is Proverbs 14 and 30. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. Mm-hmm. Just think about that. Like in a physical. Yeah, that's like cancer. That you placed on yourself because mm-hmm. you've come. Wow. Okay. Hold, come on. Okay. <laughs> That's like cancer that you have placed on yourself. Like we don't go around asking for cancer, like bone cancer. And I actually had a chance to work with a guy that had like a terminal illness, and it was cancer of his bone. And y'all, he was still coming to work, and but he was in so much pain and so many medications, mm-hmm. and that his bones was pretty much deteriorating slowly. And it was like a pain. It's so painful. I can't even imagine. You know, I've heard people like breaking their bones. But for for it to be rotten from the inside. Yeah. But just think about from the spiritual aspect as well. Like if you are allowing comparison to kill you from the inside. So comparison can really rob you from the things and the joy in your life. Yeah. Like the front of the fruits of spirit is joy, is peace, <laughs> for long oh. suffering. Yeah. But you're putting comparison on yourself and you're writing from the inside out Mm -hmm. you know comparison can really lead into physical your physical life as well so why put that on you Mm -hmm. so yeah be careful (laughs) (laughs) y'all hadn't caught that egg yeah watch the the mayflower series yeah you make a great point when you talk about comparison can lead to so many things mm-hmm. and take so many things from you. Like, I know for a fact the times that I've dealt with comparison in my life, it made me discontent, it mm-hmm. made me unhappy, it made me make bad decisions, which is that jealousy mm-hmm. and comparison coming up to the outside of you, to where you right. make those bad decisions. And you look back and you're like... 
why did I do that? Mm-hmm. Why did I do that? Oh, I know a common comparison that I have to deal with a lot is where I'm at now, my job, every single one of my work friends are gone, y'all. Everybody is gone. And the same thing happened at my last job. Mm-hmm. Once we graduated, Ashley left me. Our other friend left me. And I was just like, dad by myself. Just All these like, new people. Yeah, like, God, what? Why am I? I, I need a job, too. <laughs> and And now I'm in that same area again. Everybody has moved on. And, and it, it was a slow process, mm-hmm. you know. One person got a new job, completely happy for the, her. Yeah. Another person got a new job, completely happy for, for her, but kind of scared. Yeah. Because I was like, hold up now. <laughs> she was my supervisor. Like, yeah. that's that's my comfort. Like, mm-hmm. that's who I go to for questions, blah, 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 blah. And then around COVID, another coworker left. And mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, I'm the last one on my team, basically, that I was close to. Or, like, you know, a, a resource that I could reach out to. And I was like, well, you know what? I got Ashley. And then now Ashley is gone. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay, Lord, am I supposed to still be still? Like, <laughs> I don't know. And, and that's what I was thinking, too, in that setting. Like, mm-hmm. uh, am I supposed to be still or should I be trying to make moves like everybody else? Mm-hmm. But God ain't tell me to look for a job or God ain't tell me to leave my job. Like he told those other people. And it just goes back to you have to follow the path that God has for you. Right. No matter what everybody else in your life is going through. Mm-hmm. And especially when we get into like like with you making that faith move. I even went through a short period where I was like, am I not making faith moves right now? Like, <laughs> why is it stuff like this happening to me? But... Yeah. I, I'm I'm not supposed to get stuff at the same time Ashley gets stuff. Mm-hmm. That's we're two different people. Mm-hmm. And I just thank God that it never led to like any jealousy to where I, my friendships ended. Thank mm-hmm. God yeah. he always stepped in before that because honestly and truly, like Ashley said, it can lead to envy. Mm-hmm. And that's not a happy lifestyle to have. So I just wanted to be open about that. That hey, even me, I, sometimes I'm just like, I compare myself to other people and I'm just like, Am I not doing something right? Mm-hmm. Is my prayer life bad? Am I really studying like I'm supposed to study? Mm-hmm. And, and and that leads me into comparison can take your purpose. Like, if you're doing what God told you to do, but you're comparing yourself to everybody else mm-hmm. who's doing the thing that God told you to do, and you're trying to do it like them, yeah. or you don't think your thing is as good as them, so you stop it, that's still in your purpose. Yeah, That's just stopping it. You're letting the enemy trick mm-hmm. you in that comparison to where he won because he got you so discouraged and insecure about your thing mm-hmm. that you walked away from it. Right. So he won in his head. Y'all already know. God gets the victory. Every time. Yes. Comparison it can really lead to some bad decisions. I'll even be completely honest, open, and transparent in this moment. I can vividly remember, you probably remember this, Ashley, when we was in Mexico. Mexico. Uh huh. And you and I was at, in the pool, and we was talking about uh, your last relationship mm-hmm. and how like how y'all were moving and stuff. And I was just like, I want a relationship I too. And y'all, I I went and jumped into a relationship that to this day I can tell y'all was not a good 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 idea, a good decision. Yeah. But that was me 
comparing and wanted to be in a position that God didn't want me to be in, Mm -hmm. nor was I ready to be in. Yeah. So be very careful when it comes to making decisions based off comparison. Mm -hmm. You'll always get that nudge. Because I remember when I made the decision, I'm going to get a boyfriend now. I remember when I made the decision, I felt a little nudge like, "Mm -mm, that's what you need to do. And I was like, see for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But I mean, I learned a lot. Through that situation. Because, you know, God will work out everything for the good mm-hmm. of those who love him. But I didn't have to go through that. Exactly. I didn't have to. Mm-hmm. It's getting hot in here. <laughs> so, when um, we both left our job at the grocery store, you know, we got our college degrees. And we finna get a, a good job, you know. making Getting benefits, you know. Stuff like, stuff like that. Like Shay said, I love. So... Me and Shay went to brunch one day, and I had just started working at my new job. And the lady from another job I had applied for called me and was asking, like, do you, are you still open? I was just like, no, I got me a new job. Boo. <laughs> but Shay was with me, and I was just like, oh, but I have another person that may be interested, a good good candidate for the job. So, handed the res- her resume to the recruiter. And Shay got the job. And at the time, you know, like, when you just, like, coming out of college, you just looking for a job. You know, I just want to get paid. Where the money is at? That's where I want to be. So, didn't really know what the job entailed. I was just applying, you know. So, Shay got the job. And when I realized what it was, I was just like, I want to travel. I want to go and be flued out. (laughs) I flued out. (laughs) So... Once I realized that the job entailed that, I was just like, I want to be doing that. That's what I want. That's what I had written down, like, what I want to do in college. I want to travel, you know, get out and be staying. And I was, I will admit, I was a little jealous. I was just like, that's where I want to be at. And meanwhile, at the time where I was, I was pretty much just, like, typing, like, um, trans, I think they're called transcriptionists. Yeah. Um, so that's what I was doing. I was just like, man, I want to be Shay. I want to be traveling. But it took time for me to realize why I was where I was at my job. So as I was typing, I was I had the ability to listen to different sermons. And in that time, I grew in the word of God. Like I grew from milk to bread. And I grew uh, just, like, listening. I had a whole morning routine of, like, listening to different sermons, different preachers and pastors at the time. And that was a pivotal moment for me to grow my relationship with God. So, I, growing out of the jealousy and understanding that, hey, this is why you're here. Like, if I didn't go through that moment of what, or even would have applied for the job with Shay, I wouldn't probably be here on this platform with you guys. I say all that to say, like, even if you have a moment of comparison, which leads to jealousy, we hope that it doesn't get to the envious part. But even if you have that moment of comparison, ask God to really tell you why. Like, why are you here? Why? It could be something that you're not doing that you could ultimately be in the position of someone that you're comparing yourself to, but you still haven't been obedient to God. Yeah. So I would encourage you guys to even say, like, ask God. Like, have that open dialogue. Like, God, this is 
You know, it's comparison is going to lead to jealousy and envy. Catch me. Help me. Help me. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the help button? Because I need you. Yeah. So even in that moment, be open with God. That's what he wants. Even though it may seem ugly or you may feel foolish for feeling that type of way, your feelings are valid. Receive God's help to help you move forward in it. So. Yeah. That is a really great point that you make about finding out your why. Mm-hmm. Why am I here? I feel like if you know why you're there, you can appreciate where yeah. you are so much more. Mm-hmm. Because at the time, I needed to travel so I could grow up mm-hmm. mentally, yeah. emotionally. I needed to see the world mm-hmm. from where I was. Because yeah. I was a little shit little girl, y'all. I needed to become independent. I needed I needed that mm-hmm. time in my life. But also, Ashley didn't want them problems I had. Girl, she didn't no. want the problems I had. And once I learned, I was just like, thank <laughs> you, Lord. He was protecting me. Uh, she didn't want them problems I had. Y'all, yeah. I promise you, one year, I probably was home like three weeks. Child, she was always glued out. Always gone. Yeah. All Another jet. Playing. Another one. Sleep. No sleep. (laughs) Layover. (laughs) So one thing I can say about the contentment that I talked about, and if y'all haven't, be sure to watch the video I did on contentment a while ago. In our three-piece series, mm-hmm. I think that one thing that will help lead you to contentment is to walk in obedience to God. Like I was telling Ashley when we went to brunch a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I think I'm in a place of true contentment. And I honestly know that I got there because I finally walked in the path that God had for mm-hmm. me and I was obedient to what he was telling me to do. Not to talk about the podcast. I was finally being obedient to that. And then that is what led me into complete contentment. Because I remember at times when I first did the contentment video, I wanted to move out so bad, y'all. And I would go door dashing. And I would go to these apartment complexes. Mm -hmm. I would go to these people, nice houses. And I was just like, oh, I just want to move out so bad. It's funny because my obedience had nothing to do with houses. It, mm-hmm. it was something completely different. But once I walked in that obedience and did what he told me to do, I don't even have a desire to move out to where it's pressing on me. Mm-hmm. I still want to move out, but it's not like pressing and causing an issue. Mm-hmm. I go to the apartments now and I door dash and I go to the houses and I just I just admire the houses. Yeah. I don't I guess I don't envy the houses anymore. Mm-hmm. I just look at look at what God can do to do for me one yeah. day. I'm like, okay, that's what I want when God blesses me. That's what color I wanted when God blesses me. Yeah. Build your dreams <laughs> And even going to the side of relationships, like I don't even desire a relationship anymore. So when I see people happy, like if Ashley gets a relationship right now, I'm not gonna be like well, I want to be in one too. Let me go on Tinder and find somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do that because I'm content exactly where I am and I know what he wants me to do right now. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said that because there's a difference between admiring someone and comparing. Mm-hmm. And you know the difference when you be like, oh, I want to do it like them or I want to do it like the Kardashians or Beyonce. <sighs> 
<laughs> it's the Lord calling you to be like the young size. Yeah. Because we don't know what their relationship is like behind closed doors. So, y'all, y'all know. Y'all know. I ain't got to define, like, when y'all admiring versus comparison. You know. You know. I, I, I know. Because sometimes I'll be on Instagram and I'm like, nope. Yeah. Put it down. Get it away. Mm-hmm. Just like I interviewed with Pastor Corey. Yeah. You have to fill your mind. If you're feed, feeding your mind with envious thoughts or stuff that may lead to jealousy, it's just going to build and build and build and build and build. Yeah. Just to pull out a scripture from that contentment video, it's a scripture that I still quote to this day mm-hmm. during my morning time is James chapter 1 verses 2 through 4 where it says consider it pure joy my brothers and sisters whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance so let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything and I wanted to pull that out for someone who may be comparing themselves to someone who's about to make a step in haste. They're about to make a step because they're so tired of seeing that person in that position. They're about to make a step because just to use you as an example, Ashley. Oh, Ashley quit her job, so I'm about to quit mine. Girl, Girl don't, don't do that. that. Did, God, did God tell you to do that? No, no. Did God tell you to do that? Or like Ashley said, like how she wanted to, she didn't want to be at that job. They don't let perseverance finish this work so that you may be mature and complete not lacking anything just remember that not lacking anything Mm -hmm. so if I talk about my house I don't want my house to be lacking so say I would have went out there and I got an apartment according to my will Mm -hmm. stepped outside of God when God had a whole house for me waiting over there (laughs) I didn't didn't let perseverance finish his work so it's not complete I got a two-bedroom apartment where he wanted me to have a six-bedroom house. <laughs> so let it finish his work. Yeah. So just to end this section with comparison, I did want to give just a few tips on what to do when, you know, you have those comparison moments. We all do have them. So what should we do in those moments? And the first step is to analyze your life. You know, I said this before, like, Are you in a certain position because laziness, disobedience, you can very well be with a person that you're comparing your life to is, but have you not done the work or been disobedient to something? So really just analyze your life or is it just not your lane? Is it not your ministry? You know, is God calling you to work with the poor and you focusing on kids or being a pastor? You know, different ministries for different folks. These kids so bad. Yeah. <laughs> supposed to be with the homeless people. Yeah. That's why the kids so bad. That's why they work in your nerves. <laughs> and this person over here just having the time of her life. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. The next one is to ask God to focus on what you're doing right now. So it goes back to my story. Like, help me to focus on where you have me right now. Help me to focus on what I'm doing right now. Because the comparison, like you said, can lead to distractions of your divine purpose. So you can be in the right place where God has you. And, you know, I believe that Satan does, you know, send things in our peripheral view to see if we're going to look to get distracted. But God is telling you to focus on 
this thing right here in front of you. That's good. But Satan just starts like, uh-uh, I got to get her off her track. Let me send this. Let me see if she's going to look to yeah. compare herself to where she is now. That's right. So just keep your focus. Help God to help you, keep you focused on what you're supposed to be doing right now, his will. Yeah. The third is to ask God for forgiveness. And so just a quick prayer just to say, Lord, forgive me for not seeing myself as you see me. Beautifully and wonderfully made that you've created me to be in complex person as the scripture says help me to see you in the way that you've created me to be and the ministry and the lane that you've created me to be help me to focus on where i am right now i just wanted to add to your point about asking god for forgiveness mm -hmm. ask god to help you not be jealous like don't feel bad for being yeah. jealous about someone just take it to God. Mm -hmm. He can remove that jealous spirit yeah. off of you. You don't necessarily have to go to that person and be like, I'm jealous of you. Help me. Yeah. God can help that jealousy within you. Like, God, and he already knows you're jealous, so don't mm -hmm. even be afraid to admit it. Because a lot of the times, people are jealous of people and they never want to admit it. That's and true. they know it deep down. Yeah. So I made it to God. I'd be like, God, I am so jealous of my best friend. Yeah. Can you please just remove those jealous feelings so I can be happy for them in this mm -hmm. moment and I can be there for them in this moment? Because a lot of times if you're jealous of somebody, you can't really be there for them. Mm -mm. You're going to give them bad advice on purpose. <laughs> or you're going to not want to talk to them. Yeah. Not want to celebrate them in their moments. Yeah. We don't want that as friends. And that's leading to envy. Yeah, we don't want that as friends, our brothers and sisters in Christ. We yeah. want to be happy for exactly what God does for everybody. So I just, I just wanted to add that. Don't be afraid to go to God boldly mm -hmm. with your issues. Yeah. His, the text said, "His strength is made perfect in our weakness," mm -hmm. and in that moment, we're weak. Exactly. So that leads us to our next part: being wonderfully made by a heavenly Father, which enables us to embrace our uniqueness in the way that he has created us to be yeah praise ye the lord god got your girl your video where mm -hmm. you were talking about you know forgiving yourself yeah and you know you, you said the scripture and you was like it, it just ain't hidden for me it's just not doing it for me i've been there too girl i've mm -hmm. been there too because i know i'm fearfully and wonderfully made i just don't feel like it <laughs> <laughs> Help me to see. Yeah. Help me to see me like you see me. Because yeah. I just don't see what you... I don't see what you was doing. No. I feel like you messed up. But he didn't mess up, y'all. Mm -hmm. And that's where we have to get to the point of realizing he didn't mess up. So just piggybacking off of our last section. A lot of my insecurities came from a young age. From comparison. Mm -hmm. Because I have always been different my entire life, y'all. Like, from birth. <laughs> I've been dramatic. <laughs> but I was, though. I really was. I've always been different from literally the start of birth. Like, Ashley can tell y'all. Y'all see my family? All my family brown skin. My mama popped out this little light-skinned baby. <laughs> My daddy and my mom are the same color, y'all. And this little light-skinned baby pop out. And they're like, where's she come from? <laughs> okay? Who's her? Yeah. So start there. <laughs> Growing up, I grew up as an only child. And I had my cousins who were siblings. So, boom, different now. Only child. Being an only child, 
you are very content with being by yourself, playing by yourself. So, I was the kid who could stay in her room and play all day by herself. I actually preferred to play by myself because I didn't like what they did to my toys. My whole family liked basketball, y'all. <laughs> Hate sports. Hate it. I was forced to play. My mom said, she was like, I knew it wasn't for you because you was on the court. And you was fixing your shirt, making sure it was tucked in correctly. Okay? I've always just been different than my family. <laughs> Sorry, I just love hearing this story. It's so bizarre, right, that they actually made me play. Just compared to how, what you know about me. They should have knew. Because I can see it. Yeah. My mom said... <laughs> I was so concerned about my headband matching my outfit. Like, <laughs> I ain't came out of basketball. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. But I'm like, why am I so different than all of these people who have the same blood as me? Like, why am I so different? Like, even on top of that, like, I was the weird one. Like, I like what they call the white folks music growing <laughs> up. I love that. Love my family to death. But they were the ones who always called out my differences. And it made me insecure Mm -hmm. about my differences because it was constantly brought up. Mm -hmm. And so from a young age, I always felt insecure about my differences. And I I, I have to admit, like, it made me more bashful than I just naturally was because I didn't like being called out. I didn't like being different. Mm -hmm. I didn't like being set apart Mm -hmm. but actually being set apart is what we're called to be as I have gotten older and when the Lord laid this series on my heart it was a revelation for me Mm -hmm. he made me different because that's how he intended for me to be Mm -hmm. he wanted me to be one of a kind not saying that my family just are all the same but he wanted me to be distinctly different yeah. because I'm set apart and he made me on purpose. That's what he planned to do. I have started the process of embracing my insecurities. I don't want to say that I'm in love with all my insecurities because I'm not there. If I'm being completely honest with y'all. Mm-hmm. But I've learned to embrace who God made me to be. Exactly what he made me like. I'm not trying to change it anymore. Like, I remember one of my biggest issues was I felt like I didn't have a personality. And I was serious about that thing, too. Like, I told my therapist, she was like, huh? And I was like, nope, don't have one. I told Ashley, Ashley was like, huh? I was like, nope, don't have one. And then I, I remember... I said, let's define personality. And I had a whole definition. I had the facts and everything to back it up. And she just was like... And then we got to Lakeisha. And Lakeisha was like... She was like, you, you definitely have a personality. Mm-hmm. And she is the one who really just like, light bulb. She said, you have a personality, but it's not the personality that you think that you should have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, lights. Y'all, and that's when I realized I was so focused mm-hmm. on trying to have the personalities of people around me. Yeah. Comparison. Mm-hmm. I was so focused on that that I literally killed my personality because mm. I wow. didn't know what my personality was. Wow. I wasn't embracing my personality. So when I got into the knowing of that, y'all, mm. I just let it all go. I said, I'm going to be whoever 
God created me to be. Because yeah. he made me intentionally. He was intentional when he made me. Yeah. Like when Lakeisha and I were talking, we were talking about everybody can't handle. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody can't handle. I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> Everybody can't handle that. Everybody can't handle it. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. <laughs> Everybody can't handle that. Some people need yeah. calm, cool, yeah. and collected. So, I used to be like insecure about my bachelor personality, but some people need that. Some people don't need the rah, rah, rah. Some people need the rah, rah, rah. <laughs> so, God made me intentionally. Mm-hmm. And the things that I have, I need to embrace. And I'm, I'm talking about the things that I can't change. Just wanted to point that out too. So the things that you can't change, you have to embrace it, y'all. Mm-hmm. Because he made you that way for a purpose. Yeah. He made you dark skin for a purpose. He made you have big lips for a purpose. Because he knows that yo, who he made for you, they like big lips. So he needs you to have some big lips. <laughs> <laughs> he wants you to embrace how he made you mm-hmm. and I remember my journey started a long time ago mm-hmm. and I didn't even know it was starting but I remember I felt like a slave to my hair like I felt like I am not cute unless my hair is straight mm-hmm. and that's when I was intentional about going natural because I knew that wasn't true mm-hmm. Because I always used to get the, the speech. You too light to have hair like that. Ucha. Well, I can't help my black, you know. <laughs> but God put this hair on my head. He know what he was doing. I, I knew I was more than my hair. Mm-hmm. What in D.I.R.E. said? I am not my hair. I am not this skin. I am not your expectations. No, no. Embrace the things you can't change. Mm-hmm. And remember that God made you on purpose and he made you for a reason. Mm -hmm. I always like to say that on purpose part because literally everything about you is so specific to what he has for you to do. Mm -hmm. Like if you truly think about it, like he knew that he was going to have you work with people. So Mm -hmm. he gave you that cheerful personality and he gave you that listening trait. Yeah. But what if you were, like, insecure about being so cheerful? Mm-hmm. I used to think that my spiritual gift wasn't, or even my personality wasn't of value. Growing up and maturing, like, I understand now, like, that is of importance. Because a lot of people don't have, or that they don't have the empathy or the sympathy to, like, really sit down and listen to someone. And to find out the root cause of the issue and then try to give encouragement or excitation that's another one of my spiritual gifts to someone so i was like really insecure like lord why can't i have the spiritual gift of singing you know i love to sing right but i just don't always be on the right note you would have gave me the gift of singing i would have been singing y'all around corners like hitting notes and run running on and seeing what the end's gonna be with my run mm-hmm. for my own glory so he knows what to give us. So he knows that to give shade creativity, because that ain't my gift. I remember I, I was working on something for two hours, y'all. Two hours, I was focused. All my attention was on that thing. And I was just like, Shay, what you think about that? She was just like, what were you going? 
What were you thinking? I did not say that. I just said. <laughs> That's what I felt. <laughs> I said, maybe if I understand the concept, I know better what's going on. I just didn't know what was going on, y'all. Yeah, it was a lot of confusion in my graphic. <laughs> <laughs> but I tried so hard. It took her five minutes to make three things, graphics. <laughs> it was not was five like, minutes. What it, it felt like that. It was 30 minutes because I had 30 minutes before I needed to dash. So this girl, she done made up three different graphics. Dancing corners around my little graphic. <laughs> and a lot of what you see is what she's came up. She is an organizer. I have the intent of wanting to organize, but she is the organized one. So just think about me. If me and Shay had the same characteristics, that God had put put us together, you you probably wouldn't have this podcast. <laughs> but yeah. not God know knew how to. He, he knew about ba- what balance was yes. needed. He knew like where I'm weak, which is graphics. She's strong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows what to put together. He knows how to make us and put us together. That is definitely true. Because I always tell y'all, like, Ashley, she holds the social media down. Because y'all balance me alive. Because mm-hmm. that just ain't my ministry. Like, <laughs> well, it is my ministry. But I just, I haven't gotten completely comfortable with that. But, like, she's the people person. I like the computer. Yeah, John. I want to talk about how you really never know what somebody is going through. Mm-hmm. You may see the most confident person, and they may have the most insecurities ever. We we definitely have to be sensitive of people's feelings. Like I've seen on social media where people say the craziest things about people. <laughs> like, what she got on? Why she sound like that? Mm-hmm. And it's just like... You, that person can be battling with mm-hmm. themselves constantly. And here you are just making a situation worse. That's true. I try to tell my family this all the time. Because my family, they're very direct, I'll say. And I'm not like them. And I, I used to be insecure about it. But like I said, I've learned to embrace it. Because that's mm-hmm. just how you made me. So things that are said affects me and I can't help that it affects me. Mm-hmm. So the best thing I can do is be vocal about it, express how I feel. And it's up to them to really, it's up to them to, I don't want to say act right, but it's up to them to receive it. Yeah. It's kind of like I got it off my chest. I'm not going crazy about that anymore. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I've definitely learned in therapy is just to express how you feel. You know, recently your girl has gained a little weight and my family just is okay with joking about it. It wasn't in a malicious way. It's just they joke and kid. They say stuff about themselves. Mm-hmm. They're comfortable with who they are. I'm not at that point yet. So can we be sensitive? Because you can say one thing that will lead me into a spiral. Yeah. Like I said in the Watch Your Mouth video, sometimes it takes me a while to get that fire out mm-hmm. based off the one thing that you said. So I definitely always try to be sensitive to people when it comes to that. Another thing I want to point out, God just told me, we have to embrace where he placed us. Mm-hmm. I remember at one point I was just like, why wasn't I born in Hilton? In Hilton? A Hilton. Of the Hilton Hotels. Oh. You know, they rich. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, A Hilton. Yeah, gotcha, why gotcha, wasn't gotcha. I born a Hilton? Oh, why wasn't I born a Bush? Mm-hmm. Why was I born in this family? Y'all, I wouldn't trade my family for the world. And a lot of the times, we can be insecure about our surroundings. Mm-hmm. Like some people, oh, I'm insecure that I stay in an apartment. I'm insecure about the house I stay in. I'm insecure about the car I drive. When other people out there want what you have, or they can't get what you have, we don't want to be... We want to be thankful for everything that we have. I know a lot of the times when I'm trying to vlog, I'm like, oh, I wish I had better light in this house. If I just get an apartment, I'll have better lighting. That's not what he wants me at right now. Another thing, I don't know if this one makes sense. We, we shouldn't be insecure about where we're not at. Does that make sense? I get you. Like, if you thought that you were supposed to be a teacher, but you're not a teacher, he wants you to be a teacher. Not yet, at least. We shouldn't be insecure about our education level. Because education is not needed when it comes to God. <laughs> you better say that. But I think one thing that will definitely help is affirmations. So affirmations to yourself. You keep saying, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. One day you're going to believe that thing. <laughs> one day you're going to believe it. Yeah. I am beautiful and I don't need anybody to tell me I'm beautiful. I love me for who I am. Because, oh, that's going to get into the next episode. But, you know, like Beyonce's famous song, Pretty Hurts, you can get surgery to change things. Mm-hmm. But it's really your soul. Yeah. I've had true. an aunt who had lap band surgery. And before that surgery, she had to go through counseling mm-hmm. to get her relationship with food corrected. Yeah. Because that surgery was going to correct her physically but it was not going to correct her mentally. Mm -hmm. So we have to correct how we view ourselves mentally. And I feel like that's why this insecurity episode was so important before the next episode about things that we can change because we can change it. But even if we change it and we haven't changed the mind, Mm -hmm. our thought process on who we are and how we are, that next step isn't going to matter at all. So it even goes back to a spring cleaning series like we talked about that decluttering even though it's ugly even though like talking about your insecurities are the it's not the first thing that you want to do when you wake up in the morning uh nor is it the last it's not like a fun thing to do but we have to get to those moments of bringing out those old things that from that's that stem from our childhood to really get to the purpose to really get to transforming our mind, get to even seeing how God has made us beautifully and wonderfully made. So a lot of times, like comparison can kind of cloud our lens from seeing how we are made, like really getting to the purpose of why we're here. And ultimately, it goes back to our episode scripture that we are beautifully and wonderfully made by God, our Father, and He makes no mistakes. Also wanted to point out, like, if we're not fully embracing the uniqueness that God has made us, like how he's made us and given us our personality, our uniqueness, our differences than other people, like, we're pretty much saying to God, like, you made a mistake. Yeah. 
And that's how much of that is an insult. Like when he knows the ins and outs of you. Yep. Like he even knows the number of strands that are in your head. He knows the smallest things. Mm-hmm. So what an insult to God to say that. You know, it's like a slap in the face. Who wants to slap God in the yeah. face, you know? So, I would encourage anyone that's having difficulty accepting the way that God has called you or the way that he's made you to really ask God for help. Help me to see, like, what do I need to declutter? What do I need to bring back from my childhood that's not allowing me to embrace what you've made me? Mm-hmm. And really see me the way that you have created me to be. Yeah. Because once we do that, baby, it's only up. I'm even going through that process right now. Like, I don't want to go back and pull those things. But I know, like, even one of the things that I wrote down, like, I know that I have to do it now. Because it's going to hinder me in other areas of my life. And yeah. then ultimately my future. And then I'm going to be bringing it to my kids and my mm-hmm. husband and putting it on them. So why not start with a clean slate, you know? It's not fair to put your insecurities on other people. Mm-mm. And like Ashley said, that can be your children, your mama, your husband. You don't want to take those things to those people. Yeah. That's something that Lakeisha and I talked about, about how you just, you don't want to take a lot of that unfinished business that you have to your husband. Mm. During my decluttering phase, I realized that I was dependent on people mm-hmm. to bring me joy and also to do stuff because I had suppressed what I like to do so I can like blend in with everybody. Mm -hmm. So whatever hobby that my mate had, that would just be my hobby. Mm -hmm. Cause I was like too insecure to share who like the real hobby of who I really am. But imagine if I was in a marriage like that, Mm -hmm. you know, I would I wouldn't know who I am at all. Exactly. So how can I teach my children to know who they are? Mm-hmm. So just think about it. Like if I was to cut myself accidentally, of course, if I don't properly heal that open wound, then what is it going to do? It's going to get all over the place. Like so, you don't want your insecurities to bleed out of other things in your life. So if I don't heal from a past relationship or my childhood or how I think about myself, that's going to bleed out into my finances. It may bleed out into my children, my husband. Heck, even my relationship with God. I can't really embrace him or even trust him. So why, why would I let a small thing fester into other things? You know, if I have a bad seed, it's going to produce a bad you know, plants or something like that. So why would I, why would I not go ahead and heal that small thing before it bleeds out into something else? So basically it's better to go ahead and take care of it while it's small. Yeah. So just go ahead and take care of it, heal, and be set free from that thing. Yeah. Because so. another thing, if you don't take care of that wound, it's going to get infected. Mm-hmm. You better Say it. It's gonna get infected. Yeah. And I love that you pointed out that your insecurities can bleed into everything mm-hmm. and not just the one thing that automatically pops out like relationships. But you know, if you're insecure about like something that may have happened in your childhood to mm-hmm. where you don't feel loved, you may overspend on people. You like you're trying to show your love to people by the monetary value mm-hmm. when that's not what they need. Exactly. They're going to finances. I love that you point that out. 
And I just wanted to point out Genesis 1 and 27 where it says that God created mankind in his own image. So if we go to what kind of house you live in, what kind of car you drive, how your makeup look, how your hair look, what size you are, how big your nose is, how big your forehead is, God does not care about any of it. Mm -hmm. And like my mama always say, it's somebody out there for everybody. So whoever you're talking to or whoever you're trying to be friends with, if they don't like you or if you're not their cup of tea, you don't want to be their cup of tea. You don't want you don't want to be around somebody that's completely different than you to the point where y'all wouldn't enjoy each other's company. You don't want to force things. Like you don't want to force a relationship like with somebody you have nothing in common with. You don't want to force a friendship. So if everybody's not for everybody, basically. So we may can be an acquaintance, but we may not be able to be friends because we just we don't have anything in common, and that's okay. You don't have to have something in common with everybody. Mm-hmm. So if you find a boy and you know he he don't like short girls and you're short, okay, forget him. <laughs> Because, I mean, you didn't need him anyway. You need somebody who loves you for exactly who you are. Exactly. And you need a friend who's going to love you for exactly who you are. If they can't love you in that, they don't need to be in your life anyway. If you know that you got a bad attitude and don't be like, God made me a way like this. Girl, no, he didn't. <laughs> Now that's different now. Mm-hmm. That's some things that we gotta work on. Yeah. That's something you can change. That's something you can change. And that's next episode, so y'all stay tuned. <laughs> that's something you can change. With the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. The power that worketh within you. Mm-hmm. Trust me, y'all. I had a little problem with anger. I was quick to anger. He changed it though. Change. But basically, what we're seeing is it just goes back to our focus scripture for this episode. Like, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Yeah. And long as we put God first in our lives and constantly lean on Him and take our worries to Him, because y'all remember His yoke is easy yes. and He can handle it, just give Him all our problems and He can fix everything for us. But in order to allow him into our situations to fix our insecurities and make us transform to see us the way that he sees us and see why he made us uniquely the way that he did, we must first accept him as our savior. So through Jesus Christ, we are all offered the opportunity to have a personal relationship with God. So if you haven't received Jesus Christ as your Savior, now is the perfect opportunity for you to do so. So if you would like to accept Jesus at this time, all you have to do is repeat this short prayer after us. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I receive you today as my Savior, and I give you the throne of my heart. Thank you for forgiving me and delivering me from sin. Amen. Amen. And just like that, you are now a part of the kingdom of God. Welcome in, y'all. 
So if you did repeat that prayer after us, be sure to connect with a Bible teaching church. Mm -hmm. We always leave our church's live stream link in the description box below. So just click down there. We go live every Sunday, 8.30 a.m. Central Standard Time or 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time. That's right. Go ahead and share this with five of your friends. You guys know the drill? Share it with one, two, three, four, and five of your friends. Send yes. it here. Yeah. Help them get over those insecurities. Mm -hmm. And then don't forget to follow us on all of our social media platforms. They should be on your screen right now. Mm-hmm. And if you have any prayer requests, please be sure to send those to us at obediencepodcast at gmail.com and we'll be sure to stand in agreement with you. And if you are listening on any of our podcast streaming services, mm -hmm. be sure to leave us a review. It will really help us grow in the podcast community. Yeah, let us know how you're liking it. Yeah, we want to hear from you. So don't forget to download our free principle for this month. Mm -hmm. It is going to take you through some prompt questions so we can begin to love the set-apart version that God has for us. Yeah. Alright, so be sure to check out our live interview with a very special guest. You guys have seen her before. It is Chi-Chi. We call her Chi-Chi, but Miss Kiara Johnson from the Naked Chronicles podcast. So we hope to see you guys Next Tuesday, same place, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. As we go in-depth in this conversation, we're going to take it a little bit deeper with her. And she'll give us advice on how she overcame her insecurities as well. So we can't wait to have her on. Yes, I'm so excited for that conversation. I really am. Because honestly, y'all, this is still a battle that I'm going through. And Ashley as well. So just keep us in your prayers because we yes. are on the journey to break free from that because we want to be the whole complete people that God created us to be, right? Y'all do. All right, now. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get up out of here. This episode was kind of long, but yeah. it is so worth it. Mm -hmm. So if you are still here at the end of this, be sure to comment a vote in the actual comment section yeah. just so we know how much you love us and we love you guys too. But until next time, as always, be, be obedient. obedient. We'll see y'all then. Bye. Bye.